T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Short timer, Herbie. Let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. We had our pregame call today at uh, 1030. You would have thought we were talking about like a team that had nine wins right now. <laughs> like I, I'm sitting there like, man, if the personnel move ain't going to be made, then they got to slow the pace down because the pace might be the issue with the defense right now. And they may, you know, they, they, they're trading, you know, next shot versus next shot philosophy that I have. Like teams all of a sudden know they can get that next shot. They stop worrying about that next stop. And then Will brings up his point, And then KG brings up his point. And I'm texting KC uh, while we're talking about this. And KC, KC texts me that out. I'm not speaking out of turn here. The KC Texas, and by the way, KC knew it was me because uh, I am black, Jason, and KC's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way he doesn't tell you that you got the Giants job and you don't right, have right, it. Right, right. <laughs> He's like, man, I thought I was texting Belenke, but no, seriously, though. <laughs> So I'm texting with KC, and KC was like, man, you, you think we weren't talking about the team that's at the top of the East right now? And immediately when I saw that, I snapped in the form. I was like, you know what? You know, KC's right, guys. Make me a bicycle, clown. Always a joy to have Jason on the show. We'll have more from him coming up. Face My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I am here with you until 2 o'clock. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to go see the Bulls. We sent someone to go see the Bulls tonight for the Phoenix game. And so we're going to give away a pair of tickets to go see the Spurs on the 12th. And all you have to do is you have to listen. You have to listen for Chuck to say Bulls I.O. And then be the sixth caller to this number. To the, write this number down. Or put it in your notes app or whatever. 312-540-0670. And then when you hear Chuck say Bulls IO, then you call in. If you're the sixth caller, you're going to pick up a pair of tickets to go see the Bulls take on the Spurs over at the UC. Here's what I want to do on today's show. I want to talk a little bit about Lovey Smith. And him getting the Houston job, it looks like. 
I would like to talk about the Bulls and their game last night. And something occurred while I was consuming a lot of what I think is good journalism over the last few days. Mark Lazarus's stuff on what's going on with the Blackhawks and, and Philip Thompson and their conversations with Gary Bettman. I want to talk about that. I, I, I want to talk about commissioners. So that's on my list of things to do. But what we'll do when we come back I want to talk about the Bulls and their loss and uh, things that, a couple things that worry me that were given voice inside of yesterday's game against Philly. I'll share that with you, and we'll talk about DeMar DeRozan next here on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. They go to Embiid beyond the three-point arc. One bounce, two bounce, lets it fly. Top side, three up and good. A big splash for Joel Embiid. Not to be outdone by DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> Embiid now with 22. Wow. Back to Vooch to a cutting DeRozan. DeRozan to the rim, a scoop, and a score with the right hand is good. DeMar with 26 in the first half with 10 seconds left. I thought that we would see DeMar go for 50 in this game. He came close, and he did everything that he could to try to get the Bulls an opportunity, but they lost 119 to 108. Speaking of the Bulls, correction, I said the game against San Antonio. No, the game is against Oklahoma City on Saturday, February 12th. So be listening, and when you hear Chuck say Bulls IO, then be the sixth caller to this number. Write it down. 312-540-0670. If you're the sixth caller, when you hear that sound bite, then you will win the tickets to go see the Bulls. Watching the Bulls take on Philadelphia, obviously Embiid is a problem. Like He's one of the best players in the league. He has an argument this year, I think, to be the MVP of the league. Although every time you look up, Jokic is out here dropping triple doubles. Like I, I'm not sure that we – do that man justice like how damn good he was he at 14 14 triple doubles this year the dude is ridiculous but Embiid is of course in the conversation and doing a lot of this stuff without a ton of help but he had some help in yesterday's game and I'll get to that in a second you watch DeMar go out there and just give his all and he's doing it without shooting well not shooting but without making three-pointers in yesterday's game 
and it's really impressive. The, the thing that I'm concerned about with the Bulls, with him, is the usage. And the fact that there are going to be games where it looks like he's the only one that's really doing it big. Now, Vuce had 23 yesterday, and Javante Green. Javante Green is just a fun player, man. He's so fun. He tries so hard. And, and I appreciate that effort. But when the bulk of your scoring has to be done in what is traditionally an inefficient way, DeMar makes it seem more efficient than it actually is, that's, that's trouble. Yes, they're going to hopefully get Zach back from a back injury soon. And you'll get Lonzo and you'll get Caruso. And that, of course, will help because it'll – alleviate some of the scoring pressure on DeMar. I'm glad that a couple weeks ago he got a game off, too. I think that Billy Donovan has been really smart about that, understanding, look, this guy played 41 minutes in yesterday's game, and he's being asked to really work to, to keep the Bulls in the game. It's one of my concerns, like, going forward, that – you don't want to burn out this guy and you get the pieces back that you need and hopefully you don't have to worry about that anymore. I had a conversation with Jason, and Jason Goff, who does the Bulls pre- and post-game show on NBC Sports Chicago and his Full Go podcast is amazing. You should check it out. I asked Will this question too, but I wanted to take Jason's thoughts on it and let you hear him. I think that DeMar is very unique. Like, his game is unique. His leadership style is very unique. And I asked Jason about that. Here's what he thinks about him as a leader. Like, DeMar, he's seen, lived through, and been through a whole bunch, right? So, he's one of those dudes. And I, it's funny that you mentioned this because I was talking about this on the set the other day with uh, one of the producers. And I, and, I, and I was like, hey, man, like, in the times of panic, the person who panics the most is going is going to be the worst off. Like if chaos is happening, you can't allow chaos to creep in. You got to just settle yourself a little bit, and that's what I think Demar Derozan represents. Um, you know, this is one of the first dudes to talk. He, Demar was talking about mental health before it was um, I won't say trendy or fashionable because I don't want to discount anybody's um, experience, but before it was accepted. He was talking about this years ago, um, you know, to, to hear the story that he told Taylor Rooks on her podcast about going to visit his father while he was fighting, you know, his, his sickness uh, for a couple of years in a row and people not knowing him flying, you know, having a game in Boston and flying all the way out to L.A. to go, you know, be with his dad and then flying back to Toronto, you know, to get the day of the game uh, to, you know, do his job, but also to make sure that, he kept it as low as possible because he knew more attention to it would make it heavier on him. You know, this is where he comes from, right? Like basketball, I think is not just a release for him, but it's like just another sector of calm for him. And when he is doing his thing out there, they're, they're a different team when he's on the floor, as opposed to when he's not the net rating shows you that even when Zach is on the floor and him getting these MVP chance, <clears throat> I think has been a, uh, it's been in the making for 10, 12. I used to talk about DeMar DeRozan in his first three or four years as a guy like, man, I know he could score. 
Like, I know he could do that, but as soon as that game rounds in the form and that floor game and his rebounding and all those other numbers start to step up, you'll start to see his true potential. I, I, we're figuring it out right now. And, you know, there's something to be said for enjoying the space that you're in, doing what you love, too. Um, sometimes we think just because we're doing what we love, we're, we're happy because we're doing it. And then you find that maybe another space can allow you to do what you love and you can realize the happiness that you thought you had. Like San Antonio was probably cool for him, but Toronto was, leaving Toronto was a really, really hard thing for him. He left his best friend in the NBA, the city that he grew up in. Can you imagine being 19 somewhere and then at 31, 30, having to be like, all right, <laughs> I guess I'll, I guess I'll go live somewhere else now. And just because people make a lot of money doesn't mean they, they go through those, those ebbs and flows emotionally. So I think he's in a really, really good space right now. What he's doing for Io DeSumo, you can see it happening in real time. Uh, you know, even parts of Io's game that are starting around in the format. You can tell who he's mm-hmm. practicing with. You know, the fact that he goes down to Champagne and celebrates with that dude in that manner. You know, DeMar is one of those cats, man, who, um, you know, whether he's not a champion ever in his life, that's one of those dudes who would be respected for the, the dude he was while he was had to be a professional and off the court personally. I, I've run into that cat a couple of times, and he's always got his little girls with him, man. It's, 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 um, he's a good thing for this city. Like, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad, and I'm glad it's working out professionally the way because it could have went left, right? You, you, you throw two dudes who score the ball a lot on the same team. You know, it could have been, but the, the guys that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are, didn't allow for that, and that's why you got the you know a team that's tied for the best record in the East right now. And B with a step back, count it, and a foul on Booch, straight ahead from 17 feet with that one-legged fall away. I want to talk about Embiid, too, and, and not specifically him, and thanks to Jay for being on the show and breaking down DeMar. Like, I, I worry about DeMar, and I worry about Vooch being worn down by the time the Bulls get to the playoffs. The DeMar thing can be remedied by the perimeter players who are hurt for the Bulls. Caruso and, and Zach and Lonzo coming back. Like they And a little bit of Vooch doing what he does can help not wear him down. Like He wouldn't have to do too much. With Vooch, it's more worrisome. Since the beginning of the season... We've talked about with the Bulls the idea of having a backup big off the bench that that understands, that knows his role and shuts his mouth, that, that understands what his role is going to be. And you saw it. You saw it last night. Vooch is having to work against these premier bigs. He's, he's getting it handed to him defensively, and then he has to do a lot for this team offensively. The Bulls, are, I think, are in desperate need of finding a big, and it's it's it sucks because like I'm looking, I was looking at, at Philly and like you know what, Andre Drummond would be perfect for this Bulls team because the idea is that you need to find bigs that don't necessarily have to have the ball. I I look at DeAndre Jordan. The guys that are going to get their their points by putbacks and running the floor, Dwight Howard, depending on where things stand right now with 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 everything with him, they need someone. They need someone that's going to play 15 minutes a game and is willing to take on the challenge uh, 
of guys like Joel Embiid or Nikola Vuce, uh, Nikola Jokic. Like they, you need that. You need that type of person to protect the paint. When you're watching yesterday's game, I thought that the game plan for Philadelphia was really good and more so like the instincts of the players. Tobias Harris on any sort of screen action was getting the ball and getting downhill. And he was attacking the rim. Attacking it. And it it paid off. He had 23, 8, and 5 yesterday. A name that got brought up, and it was a good conversation I had on Friday with Speegs and with Will Purdue, because Will was in for Danny. We were talking about those names like DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard. He brought up another name that, that I think makes a lot of sense too. And after Will's done telling you why it makes sense, I'll give you my reasons why Larry Larry Nance Jr. makes a lot of sense for me. It's kind of interesting on the Uber ride over, uh, our producer for tonight's show, one of our segments is going to be about how they need to address the big man situation. And they asked me, you know, who do we want to talk about? And I put Nance from Portland. Larry Nance Jr. And up on the left side of the screen here, it looks like that the Portland Trailblazers are starting to make trades because I think they just made a trade with the L.A. Clippers. Just got Bledsoe, right? And I'm starting to think, does that mean now that Nance is available? And somebody that we could get to back up Vooch? I always try to uh, preface this. So the Clippers receive Norman Powell and Robert Covington, and the Trailblazers receive Eric Bledsoe, Justin Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second-round pick from the Detroit Pistons. So Covington is a 3-and-D guy that had been rumored to be available, and some people were talking about that for the Bulls. Covington would have been a nice fit for the Bulls. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily need – we need a big man, and I think Nance would be the perfect fit from a toughness standpoint, from a rebounding standpoint. And he doesn't need the ball. He's one of those guys that will play and doesn't doesn't need to have the ball. He can just go – get his points the dirty way he's a guy that's when you his question is hey i would like to score a little more and you look at him and go we'll go get more offensive rebounds or run more on the on the break and you'll get you'll get the basketball because i think the one thing that io zach demar kobe have all proven they're willing passers Mm -hmm. so let's see if anything else continues from this now nance is seven and six he's seven points Five rebounds a game, shoots a little over 51% from the field. He has been dealing with some knee issues. He's had to miss the last couple of games with some inflammation in his knee, and people have talked about, is this a significant setback for him? I still think if he can clear that, if we see him get back to a point where he's okay enough to go out there and play, that's a guy that you would look at and say, maybe we don't have to give up much for that. The other issue with the Bulls when it comes to them making a trade is they seem to need everyone on this squad. So who is it that you're going to give up to get anything back? 
also I I know that that Dennis Schroeder, 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 he played for Billy Donovan. I don't feel like the Bulls need a point guard, and maybe they will. They decide Obi away, and he he does have value because he can he can score. But there seems to be a glut of guys that play on the wing, even if you're holding out hope that Patrick Williams is going to come back at some point. And you've got guys that are injured that are wing defenders. What you don't have is someone that can play in the post. He's only 6'7". I understand he's six. That doesn't mean that he's not built to play in the post and run and can rebound. You can... There's all sorts of things that you can do with a player that's that size, and I mean, isn't Draymond only about six seven? Same thing, Dennis Robin. Yes, yes. You can absolutely have that guy at two forty five or two fifty lean on a star player for. We're not talking about bringing him in to start. He's a big. Just because he's six seven doesn't mean he's not a big. You should probably know that. Um, but yeah, trying to figure out who the Bulls are going to move to try and get the pieces that they need is significant. This texture says Patrick Williams gets back. There's your big. I and. This is what I mean. Like, Larry Nance Jr., different type of player than Patrick Williams. I also think with the – I don't see Patrick Williams as a big. I do see him as someone who can switch onto a big. But you're also asking for a lot for a guy who's probably not going to play the entire season. That's asking quite a bit. In a, in a playoff series, or we're going to have you switch and rotate onto Joel Embiid. That's he's he's really he's a wing player. He's kind of a a long small forward, if that makes sense. And this is the difference: like two guys can be the same size, but have different body types, and that means they end up playing different roles on your team. I want Patrick Williams taking on the assignment of the best perimeter player. Like, Patrick Williams versus Tobias Harris would have been fantastic to watch yesterday. Patrick Williams versus Joel Embiid, not so much. In the same way where you wouldn't put Larry Nance Jr. outside of a switch on Tobias Harris, but you might have him work on Embiid. So we'll see, but I do have major concerns when it comes to the usage of DeMar and what Vooch has to do not only on the offensive end but on the defensive end because the Bulls don't have enough bodies that they can throw at athletic bigs. We take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about commissioners for a second. And I've been thinking about this all weekend. I think it's time that we 
change our expectations on league commissioners. I'll explain next here on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Here's the thing about what Roger Goodell had to say. If you look at the offices at, at 345 in the NFL, they are filled with diversity. The NFL itself, like the front office of the NFL, helmed by Roger Goodell, is filled with different people in, in a bunch of different jobs. And it seems to function quite well. What we're talking about are the owners. And we're talking about ownership. 30 of the 32 NFL teams are, I guess, technically 31, but Kim Pagula is, is what, uh, 50? She's a, a legit partner with her husband in owning the Bills, and and she's Asian. And then you have Sha Khan, whose background is Asian as well. So you do have some minor, minority ownership, but it's mostly – white men i, I want to i don't want to spend too much time talking about that i want to talk about the commissioners with you and what i want to talk about is how i think that we as the public expect too much from the commissioner partially because a bunch of us when we were growing up looked at the commissioner as being the judge and jury when it came to the league and it was probably off a little bit like that that description of of a commissioner was probably off a little bit back then and 100% is like that right now we thought of them as the stewards of the game and we need to start thinking of them as chief propagandists for the owners and i'm whatever whatever you think of the word propaganda um i was listening to Roger talk about this, and I'm not I, – I actually think that Roger would like to see things change. I think that even as commissioner of the most powerful league in sports outside of – in America, that he would have more power. He does not because at the end of it, he can't make the owners do some of these things without them taking a vested interest in learning how to be better. And I – throw some kudos the way of George McCaskey for doing that, for looking at a, a weakness of organization and then strengthening it by doing the work. I, I, heard, I read Gary Bettman and his response to Mark Lazarus talking about the Blackhawks. And with anything with Gary Bettman, the, the question becomes, why even go to him for a soundbite? Why? And and honestly, I'm like this. I'm starting to fall into this category with all of them. 
outside of learning new procedural things about leagues, like if there's rule change stuff or or whatever, I'm not sure that there's value in hearing the commissioners of the big leagues talk at all because really what they're trying to do is further the agenda of ownership. And to to be clear, that's their job. They're supposed they're doing their job. The job description is that. But we expect for there to be a level of fairness and downright human decency that comes from these commissioners when in truth they're kind of like puppets of of the owners. That veil has been dropped over the last decade or so, or 15 years. I mean, we probably have to go back to Faye Vincent if we're talking about commissioners who were willing to take on ownership. Ownership over the last decade and a half, 20 years, understands what its role is. And usually what they do with the commissioner is they put the commissioner out there to deflect all of the the bullets. That's what their job is. So when I see I see righteous indignation from people who cover the Blackhawks and say, man, the commissioner needs to answer for what's going on with the Blackhawks. Well, the commissioner answers two rocky words in a way. So what what is it that we're hoping to hear from the commissioner? These guys are not in a position to make the type of change that we would want to see them make. And it's disappointing. But because like think of think of Rob Manfred. Like you, you he is transparent. You know exactly what his job is. And I, I heard some people talking about this past weekend in a couple of different outlets, the idea of having a commissioner who loves the sport. And I agree with you. I, like, I, I agree that when I look at, at Rob Manfred, I see a guy who really doesn't care about baseball at all. Like, I think Roger cared like he likes football. You know what I mean? But when, and I think Adam Silver loves basketball. And even when Adam Silver stepped above and beyond what we see commissioners do and help take away a franchise from someone who didn't deserve to have it, he still needed the owners to side with him. And luckily, they all hated Donald Sterling too. Or else, he'd still be owning the Clippers. So I guess I'm just stuck. Like, Whenever, and Roger Goodell this week will have a, an uh, hour-long conversation and press conference about all the things that the NFL is doing, and it will be completely unsatisfying because those guys don't work for the game. They don't work for us. They work for the owners. And keep that in mind whenever you hear or see them speak. Anthony Heron joins me next to talk about ball here on The Score. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.